Uh, welcome, Sheldon Gordon, to Tan 20 Speaks. Um, Sheldon is uh, someone I've known for what, uh, about nine, ten years. It has been that long. It's about that yeah. long. About, about yeah. that. About because that. Wow. He, yeah, even before we we met officially, how we met, I used to see you around. Wow. Me, that's amazing. I never thought it was that long. I never recognized that it was that long that we have known each other. Wow, time flies. Time right. flies. Yes, yeah, so welcome again, um, my brother. Good to have you here. I know your story is unique and interesting, and I'm sure people will be clamoring to hear it. <laughs> All right, so um, tell, us, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, so we can, you know, get to know you a bit. All right. So, of course, you already said the name Sheldon Gordon. Mm -hmm. I am from Portland, Port Antonio to be exact, Port Antonio, Jamaica. Okay. Uh, born and, and raised there, spent most of my early life there. Uh, you know, my, my, both my parents are from Port, Port Antonio as well, Horace Gordon and um, Claudette Bennett. And uh, just just uh, great people, to be honest. And, you know, I have, from my, my mother's side, I have five siblings. And from my father's side, I have three. Oh. So, so yeah, that's, that's my family right there. I didn't know you had such a big family. Uh, that's like seven, seven, si yeah, Eight. seven siblings. Eight. Eight. Oh, so five plus you. Oh, so you're in between. So five. Okay. Wow. There's <laughs> nine of you in total. Nine in total. Right, so the family gatherings must be really fun and, you know, <laughs> lot of activity. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen them in a while, but most of them in a little while. Now. Because okay. apart from my one brother that's here, they're all overseas. Oh, okay. And with every, every one of them. Oh, my. And with what's happening now, it's kind of difficult to the travels back and forth. Exactly. Oh, wow. So what, what position do you place? Eldest, youngest, in the middle? I'm, I'm eldest on both sides. What? <laughs> eldest awesome. on both sides. Yeah, You're the big so brother. I'm the big brother. I lead the pack. Yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Head of everybody. Eh? While the parents yes. aren't here. That's right. <laughs> all right. So um, what was the schooling like? Well, primary, college, uh, basic, what was that like? Yeah, so I can, I can run you through. Um, so I went to... I don't remember the name, but let's start from where I remember the name. I, I went to Port Antonio High, uh, Primary School. And then from okay. there, I went to Excelsior High School. And and from there, I went to the University of Technology where I studied chemical engineering. And then um, I, did, I did a couple of other things. I started a master's in economics before I started a business. And then I started the business and, and uh, didn't finish the master's. Okay. What year were you in when you stopped? I, I was 2014. 
the year I started my business. Oh, sorry. What year in studying were you in the master's program? Oh, I was I was in the second semester of the first year because it's four okay. semesters over two years. Oh, pretty. I mean, that's early in. So best early time to start. To start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe okay. if I got to the second year, I would have just tried okay. to juggle both. Right, and just complete it. And just finish. So where did you jump from Port Antonio to Excelsior High School? You know, that's that. I had a, a, a very good friend. We grew up together. Um, you know, I used to leave school and I would go by his, his, his dad's uh, house, which was close enough, a close enough walk, and would have lunch there and just just really good friend. His, his older sister went to Excelsior High School and just talking to her and talking to his dad, because he didn't know very much, obviously, he was in in primary school like myself but just it just kind of sparked an interest i wanted something different i wanted to go in a different environment my mom would also say that you know um there are just greater opportunities there and so i i made that decision in in choosing my what do you call them the, the high school i yes. uh, every single one of them uh, was um schools that were in kingston in the capital outside of port antonio and that's the direction that I wanted to go. But here's a funny thing. When I, when I actually passed for Excelsior, which was not my first choice, but um, I think it was my second or third choice. But, you know, I, when I passed for Excelsior I, and all my friends went to Teachfield High School, I immediately wanted to go to Teachfield because, you know, <laughs> I, I, was, I just started enjoying the, the friends and company and just... And so I went back to, to Teachfield and I spent one day at Teachfield what? High School. And, <laughs> and, and then I, I, I chose to go back to Excelsior. And I think what? I made a, good, a great decision. In, wow. In, uh, so how do you spend one day at the school? <laughs> I mean, what did you not wanting to go there? To, what, wanting to go to Teachfield? Yes. Yeah, I just wanted that, a difference. I wanted to be... In a, in a different environment that changed but just also just I, I was just looking at um, you know moving out of Port Antonio and, and being in a different environment where where more opportunities could be you know that's that's how you that's what you learned you know you learned that um, greater opportunities are always there uh, in in the, the more urban centers and so you know that's that that's a part of what guided my thinking at that time um, no things are different, and you probably learn different things and different skills, and so you know you can operate from pretty much anywhere to do what you're doing now. But back then, that was the thinking. Okay, so from a very young age, you were always a deep thinker, because for a high uh, someone going to primary school, and you took um, GSAT, it was GSAT. I I was the gosh, what was it? The first, the first or the second set of GSAT mm -hmm. students so okay. yeah yep but for someone at that age to think that deeply about high school and the ramifications in future life um of the the high school you tend and the the surroundings and the experiences that you can have speaks a lot about you and who you are even now 
um, because most most students tend to go where their friends are or where their friends are choosing to go, which initially you did, but then realize that you honestly wanted more. So that that kudos to you, you know, and and also for your parents because they they brought someone into the world and and taught him lessons that allowed him to make that de- that decision. Right. So kudos to you and to them. Well, well, thank you. I I don't know if I, I'm I'm in a position to to accept that credit because <laughs> I honestly don't know what I was thinking back then. Uh, clearly, the, the results speak for itself. But as to what the process was like and what my thought process was at the time, it's mm-hmm. not so clear right now. I just know that I remember being impacted by talking to people that, that lived outside and saying, you know "What I would want that," but as as, as maybe you're giving me too much credit. I don't think so, because here's the thing. Most young people don't ask questions relating to experiences that others have had. Remember that wisdom don't only come through your experiences, but also learning from the experience of others, right? That's right. So in experience your, in general. Exactly. Your friend's sister's experiences and that of the father, seeing her and what she went through, having asked those questions, allowed you to make that decision. So you ask the right questions. Most people don't understand that asking questions allow them to make better decisions. So you may not have realized or recognized at the time what you were thinking, but with some deep thoughts, let's <laughs> just put it there. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I agreed. All right. So we know what you do. Uh, you're a business owner. Um, care to share what type of business or what it is that you do? Yeah, well... Um, so I'm, it's e-commerce, um, really, um, mm-hmm. you know, we have, we have different partners, corporate partners, you know, I partner with, with two, two major ones. Um, one is the, the Amway Corporation. Another one is Worldwide Group, which is, um, the ultimate training system. And it, that those two just allow you to, to build a successful company, um, by one providing a compensation platform. And the second one allows you to think and operate at a higher level as an entrepreneur, which I think most people don't don't have because they just lack the the, the knowledge, the experience, the training, and just the right people around them. So it's it's, it's a wonderful combination. All right, wonderful. And how I mean, you don't have to share details, but how has that worked out? for you thus far. So it started 2014, you said, right? In 2014. Okay. So how has it worked out for you thus far? Well, so so just to, to backtrack. So this would have been my fifth company. Okay. And, and the the most successful of the five by 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 miles, not even a mile by miles, right? Um first company didn't get go anywhere at all the second company is, is my consulting company um, i consulted in quality assurance and also in in um, petroleum in the petroleum industry okay. because of my chemical engineering background third one was a school i've experienced uh, teaching and the fourth one was in the food industry which i wish not to speak about that was um the <laughs> worst one that I that I ventured into, but but you know what? Um, 
I, I lost. I didn't. I didn't win at all in that one. Not not even break even. Yeah. But, <laughs> but 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 I'm rich in experience from that. I'll tell you. Um, everything you that go. I learned now has helped me. And so when I when I when I met the opportunity, and I I, I you know sat down and I spoke with the, 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 the my mentors, people that are guiding me in business now, and we we had that that conversation. It it made a ton of sense, and I'm saying. I was saying to myself, wow, man, this, this, something like this existed. The reason why I was in that position to, to see the beauty of it was because of my previous experiences in business. And so I realized that I'm running a different type of business. It's e-commerce, it's online. And so the overheads are, are way less. The capital expenditure is way less. And so, but the potential is, is even greater than all the business that I had before. I just had to yeah. become the person that could run a business like that. And, and that takes doing, that takes time, that takes work. But if you're deliberate, it, it makes sense. And so that has helped, you know, helped to be, helped me to become very successful in this industry. And um, yeah, I'm very, very excited, uh, very proud of the business and the people that I have in my life now that have helped me to get to this point because I didn't, I didn't, I'm a turtle on a fence post. You know, I didn't get here by myself. Okay, that's great. Um, and and a thing that you said, which is very true for any business at all, is is the time that you put in it. Um, people tend to want overnight success, not understanding that you need to invest the most valuable asset you have, which is your time in anything that you do. And it's not the money, but it's the time that you put in that makes it work. So I'm absolutely. happy for you, my friend. Absolutely happy for you. And, you know, I know uh, based on the person I know that you will go very, very far and do great things and impact a lot of people. So well done, my friend. Well done. Right? Thank you. I appreciate that. And I just, yes. just want to add too that mm -hmm. um, in, in, for me, what, what, what I get to do now, and uh, this is just how I see it, is that anything that you can do that you can make an impact in, in somebody's life and, and and make life better for them that's what it should be you know because i just think about uh faith faith and works and yes i remember as as you as i contemplate contemplated um that chapter in in, in james the second chapter and you know there's this part that says i'm obviously paraphrasing you now that says you see a man and he's in need of food and you wish him well and, and and wish God's blessings on him, but you're unable to help him materially with the food that he needs, then you know that that's that's that, that's faith that works. And I look at it this way that this is this is kind of like the practical way that I can get to impact people in that way because people are generally looking for a way to 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 make some additional income or even to get training and advice as to how to make better decisions in different things and yeah, that's just one way that I look at it, and I just want to just be that instrument in this way. Mm. That's a great way of looking at it. Um, it. It makes for, not to say an altruistic outlook, but impacting people's lives in that regard will leave generational impressions. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Right, especially if it is that they they are open enough to for for the 
the leadership and the guidance and the time that we will take, it will create for them um, generational wealth and uh, a support system that they probably wouldn't get anywhere else. Right? So that's a great way of looking at it. I never thought about it that deeply. Let me put it that way. Um, but, but hearing that no allows for reconsideration. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's awesome. So, um, my, my brother, what do you do for fun? What, what's your social life like? If you have one. <laughs> oh, man. How do how how do you how do you explain that? I mean, I I I I think where where life is concerned, I I absolutely love love life. I love my life as it is right now. God has blessed us, uh, my family and I, richly in a number of ways. Um, but as it relates to our social life, based on on the phase that we're in now, uh, it's not it's not what it used to be. But we do take time, uh, my wife and I, to, um, to, to, you know, we, whenever we get the chance, we take a, a vacation, you know, like every couple of months or so. It just depends on what's going on. Um, to maybe go to a hotel and, and spend, you know, three, three nights. You know, I, I, like, I like that type of stuff where I can just get away and not think too much about stuff. But I always make that, and this is, this is one practice that I do and it drives me crazy. But I love that it drives me crazy. I set it based, it's always incentive based. I set a goal or we set a goal and we will not go unless we hit the goal. The trip is a reward and it drives me crazy most of the time, but I love it because that's how I push myself to, to do more and to accomplish more. Every, if I purchase a gift, for myself it's based on accomplishing something you know it's, it's that's just and and that's just that keeps me fueled that keeps me going that keeps me energized and and you know so i i don't i don't do stuff um i delay my gratification a lot but okay. when i do stuff i do things i do big because i i would have earned it i'm not like people that say you know i deserve no i you, I don't deserve anything. Sheldon Garden deserves nothing. Sheldon Garden is going to earn everything. And that's it. That's my mindset. Okay. Awesome. But why does it drive you crazy, though? <laughs> Sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I want a break. Sometimes <laughs> I want to get out. Sometimes <laughs> I want to unwind. But the fact that the job is not done, you don't finish when you, when, when you get tired. You finish when you're done. It's true. It's true. True. But you see, that's that's not the mindset of a lot of people. Um, when they're tired, they're done, essentially, as opposed to when the work is done, then we're done. So again, the, the system that you're a part of has, at least a worldwide group, is the best training system in the world. And based on what you just said, then I can concur that that is so. Because most people stop not when they have accomplished a goal, but when they believe that you can't bother going to move, tired, they just stop. And they tell you, no, I don't give up, man. I just take a break because... But essentially, you gave up on the goal because you haven't met it as yet. 
And the longer you take to, to get there, the longer it will take you to do it. And at some point, you may not even do it any at all. And I, I'm speaking from experience. So I know, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. Absolutely. You see, here's the truth. Here's the truth of what the, the challenge is. A lot of these things were not taught. And success, success is just the application of principles. Mm-hmm. But you cannot apply principles that you have not yet learned. You know, I, I, this it's a manifestation of what's on the inside, and it must get there first. The challenge is that most of us we didn't learn this. You know, if you're around, you, I, I look at Usain Bolt, and people say, Wait, "What do you think is crazy?" Usain Bolt said, "You know what? I, I rather suffer now and live the rest of my life as a champion." Yeah. You know, who, who, who in their right mind wakes up at five in the morning, trains until they vomit for one to two hours, and trains again in the evening, one to two hours, and may vomit. That makes no sense. That, that makes absolutely no sense to the average person. Even to me, that kind of makes no sense. But I understand from a principal perspective or from a principal basis what that looks like. Here's the, ch- here's the difference. Here's the challenge. I don't, I'm not, in, I'm not, I'm never going to be a Usain Bolt in track and field, but I can apply okay. the same principles Usain Bolt applied and succeed in my chosen field of endeavor. It's the same thing, except I'm not vomiting physically. I'm going crazy because I need to get something done and it's just taking longer than it needs to. It's not that it's not going to get done. Right. It's just not behaving itself right now. <laughs> okay. And you know, uh, another thing to look at as well, um, persons tend to look at the finished product rather than the process that it takes to get to the finished product. And when they say the shiny object, they, they don't want to open the door and look behind it to see what is behind it. And I think that is the delusion that a lot of people have. They want the shiny object, but they're not willing to do what it takes to get it. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle and falter in whatever endeavor they choose to to take up. All right, so that's another thing that caused a lot of us to miss out on things that we would have, you know, if we really put the work into it, would have been successful for us. So great analogy, you know, looking at it from that standpoint makes absolutely total sense. There's a weak, there are weaknesses too. Because <laughs> um, as you said, people like the end product, the finished article, but not the process. I like food. <laughs> so. That I know. <laughs> uh, not, not that I can't cook, let me clarify. Because uh, yeah. I can't. Right. Right. But I just don't. <laughs> All right. So earlier you mentioned um your wife. Um tell me about your family. So married, any any kids? Yes. So we have we have uh one four year old now. Um absolutely amazing. Um I trying to find the way the way to describe to describe him um 
fun loving a ball of energy just you, you would go just go and go and go and go and go and we just, have to, <laughs> we just have to get to a point where we're like just let him go because <laughs> he can't keep up right as long as he's not doing anything to endanger himself or anybody yeah. else just let him go right and um we have a young one on the way or a little one on the way now um due for landing in in the next gosh would be less than four weeks away maybe well three weeks something away now well, okay yeah. um and i have an older son um prior to my wife okay he's, he's in grade seven right now um oh. absolutely brilliant um just great conversations ask some very interesting questions and um, mm. some some strange questions too but <laughs> but i i like it i like it you know the other day called me and was asking me about investing what do you what, what why are you asking me about investments you know just things like that and i have a friend that works at an investment house and i just put them on together and they they had a great chat and and um and, and he, he learned what he needed to learn i i don't know why he needed to learn it but you know mm-hmm. that's that i i like that i like that that that's curiosity good. is there yes and you know the thing that parents tend to do is not facilitate the the learning and the, the curiosity of a of a child's mind and we have heard this before when you ask your parents certain questions that they may not be able to answer they run you away you know um go find someone who will assist as opposed to facilitating the learning and the knowledge building because they don't know where it will go and that's the thing you know when a child has a curious mind a parent needs to help them grow in that area because they don't know what direction it will take them. So it was a great thing to do, my brother. Absolutely wonderful. And you know why, just to share a little bit, you know why I was um, even more interested and, and excited about making that connection? We're living in a world now where the, 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 the average... The, the, the way that things are done is is getting more and more obsolete by the day yes you know like even even coming out of this pandemic or in this pandemic you realize that many things that used to be necessities have been restructured and we're going to continue to go along that line and right. so if we if we believe that the information that they're learning in school is 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 sufficient no, that's Google information. Like most of what they learn in high school, they can learn from Google or they can ask Siri. True. It's 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 right now. They're just waiting to start life, right? Because yeah. I, I, literally, if if we had the 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 the, the regulations right there and the legalities right there, you know, a lot of things I could say like I can teach you that stuff, and I can I can teach you to research. I can teach you to use Google. You want to learn about an atom? I can show you a good YouTube video to watch and you learn about it and then you come back and tell me all about it. Like, like, through Google and YouTube, mm-hmm. the, all the information that they're learning in high school is just, it's right on their, at their fingertips. They're just, yeah. I don't, I, like, so right now that information is really not, so, not what's going to take them to the next level. Going to college, really not going to take them to the next level. 
it's the it's the principles the application of principles which they cannot learn because you cannot learn you cannot give what you you do not have and right. wealth principles and wealth creation they don't learn that in high school and they hardly will learn that in college that is why we have a system where it, the people that are educated are the ones that are struggling financially because they're not learning what useful information they go learn about pythagoras theorem and a squared plus b squared is, is equal to c squared and you're in debt and there's zero dollars in your bank account and all that crazy stuff i'm an engineer i know that stuff like i know that stuff but it just doesn't help so he's trying to learn something else and um i'm you know i won't necessarily say that i'm endorsing going into investments and i'm not i'm not telling people not to go into investments because i know the good and the bad about it but i wanted him to speak with someone that that's in that field and that's one of my very very good friends that i made a connection with so hopefully um that just added a little bit all right awesome wonderful this this podcast was created because persons tend to come to me and share share the things that they have gone through the things that they're going through um whatever struggles trauma difficulty without me even asking right and one other thing i realized is that a lot of persons don't know how to work through these things they don't know or they have some obscure method of working through it and i recognize that in jamaica and for most black people we don't know much about therapy and therapists and psychiatry and psychologists and what that entails how to sit down with someone and share your inner feelings and your inner thoughts it's not something that we grew up doing or even seeing to know that it's something that you do or should do so this podcast stems from that and person sharing what they went through and how they overcome it prompted me to have people share because a lot of persons in this pandemic before it and after it are going to go through a lot is going through a lot and have gone through a lot and don't know how to work through it um i've heard of persons committing suicide for simple things because maybe they didn't have anyone to talk to maybe they didn't know to do what the next step was so this podcast is set out to help persons who have gone who is going through stuff by persons share what they have gone what they have gone through and how they have worked through it so my brother share with us what is it that you went through um either a year ago 5 years ago or you're going through no um and how you overcame or is trying to overcome what it is or what it was okay um as as you're talking i remember one one story vividly um so i was in it was a summer in between 4th and 5th form so i was you know and i remember calling up my dad on um i don't remember what date was exactly but i called him and i said you know what you know school is coming up 
and I'm, I need I need school supplies, you know, all that stuff. And they said, yep, he's going to do it 100%. And um, I remember calling him, like, not, not too long off, in too far from when the school would be reopened. And he said, sure. And I remember my mom came to me. The, this was like the, the Saturday before school started. And she said, did your, did your dad send over the money so that I could go get the things? The school is going to open on Monday. And then she started to, to, to she, she got upset. And she was cursing, you know, like kind of, you know, look, look, look at what you did. No, I, I was planning to do it just because you told me that he would have done it, then I didn't do it. And then boom, now we're in this mess. And yada, 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 yada. And, you know, she was upset about the situation and she, because she was unprepared. She didn't have any money because I told her that he said he was going to do it. So she, she did other things. So the Saturday I, I tried calling him and I tried calling him, uh, you know, maybe in the, in the evening, I just kept trying. And in the evening he, he answered, he said, hello. And and I said I said hello hi dad and he 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 heard me and he just hung up. What? Yeah, oh. I I I kind of forget that I, I never forget that. This was going back to school. I had no uniforms. I had no shoes. No, nothing. I had literally nothing. And. And I remember I have a, I had a friend back then. We're still friends now, you know, maybe, maybe not on the same level, but he was always at, at my home, um, you know, there with me. And, you know, we were talking. So he did, I didn't come to school the Monday. I didn't have anything to wear, right? And he said, yo, what's going on? And, you know, I explained the situation. He came the Monday evening to my home. And he said, all right, cool. I didn't go to school on Tuesday. I didn't have anything. He brought one pair of his uniform and, and the shoes. His shoes for me. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I went to school. Until my mom put herself together. And maybe a week or two later, I had some stuff. Wow legit you know and it's it, it just it happens you just find a way you move forward um that was a tough that was a tough situation to take more mentally and um kind of just just put me in a different frame of mind of course i'm not there now because i was in florida the other day and i i tried going to visit my dad because at the end of the day um it is what it is right right and, and i want to be able to to as as I build, you know, my business and you know, or family business and more successful, he's definitely gonna be somebody that we're gonna um, take care of in 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 a big way, and that's not to get back at him. There's no ill feelings there. This is just a fact of life. It's a part of history that happened. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a. Uh situation that a lot I mean I say a lot I mean a lot of Jamaican children can agree with 
can share numerous stories about um, their experiences and, you know, going to school, lacking everything or some things, essentials. So it's while each individual story has uniqueness to it, it is a common story, if you understand what I mean. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> the this the struggles of of children um, in Jamaica is is something that most people tend to take for granted because oh your parents are do and your parents not have to do or they're doing their best. But one thing that most people don't recognize. You never asked to come into the world. You didn't choose that parent. As contrary to what you know, popular people keep saying and believing. Right? And the struggles that they're going through has nothing to do with you. Yet a lot of it is passed on to the to the to the child. You know, so many, so many children are abused because the parents believe that it's the child's fault that they're struggling, not recognizing that they didn't put anything in place for a child, for having a child, you know? And it's unfortunate that so many of our young people are not going to school, even before the pandemic, Sheldon. A lot of them weren't going to school. You see them on the road every day. Yes. See them on the road every day. So no. Um, that it that in and of itself is a pandemic, and that something is the like, real pandemic. That <laughs> that is the real pandemic, and this has been for a long time. So it is a pandemic. It's not something that is new. So there is years and history involved in that. All right. So what what? How did that affect your mindset at that time, with that happening and? what you chose to do then that put you in the, the position that you are now? Well, well, I'll tell you, it, it, it was hard to take just because of the, the circumstances and the situation. But here's the truth. He, he was not there from the begin, from, from beginning. So it's not like it made a difference. I just reached out and he said he would and, and that's the biggest thing. So it was not like a major disappointment like he would he normally would and didn't. It would have been the first time. And he just chose not to at that time. So um I was I was disappointed in uh, maybe more deeper than disappointment, maybe devastated. Um, mm -hmm. my mom was upset about the situation, you know, I couldn't start school when I was supposed to start school and then you know, I had to get help from a friend who was not like in a in a better position, and so yeah. that, that was that that was tough, and you know, so you, you just you say, you know what, you're gonna make make the best, make the most of the situation. You're gonna move your life forward, and 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 you just you 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 just know that you cannot repeat those things. You know, and you know there there is a a story of of a, of twins. One was successful and one was very, very 
unsuccessful by you know regular standards and when they asked both of them why they did that they said you know what with the dad with the father that we had the one that was successful said i saw an example of exactly what not to be and i couldn't help but to be successful and the other one said that you know i i i saw the example of my dad and i couldn't help but to be a failure it's all perspective it's just how you choose to process it right 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 that is true so in choosing to do what you're doing now did that have any impact on it in terms of because most persons don't leave school um wanting to know about or learn about or become financially stable or financially free and most people don't know what that looks like for the most part right when you ask people so you know what kind of money you want to have in life oh me just want comfortable what does comfortable look like to you does it mean that you have food or that you own a home what does it look like most people don't know right so no, com- that, comfort is undefined it is undefined it is it means it you can put a price tag on it right uh but comfort sometimes can be also peace of mind and peace of mind comes from knowing that you don't have to struggle for things right but yeah well, the, the, go ahead no I, what i was gonna say is peace of mind is how how the average person uses the word or comfort they're not using it to mean peace of mind and peace of mind comes from for one thing first and that's from your relationship with god but secondly mm-hmm. knowing that you have put things in place and, and you have used the power that he has given you to put things in place that's where that comes from um usually when i hear the people use the, the phrase comfort and you ask them what that means they have no idea and then when you when you back them into a corner they give you a definition and when you go from person to person to person the, the level of comfort that they describe is going to be based on their exposure yes and so a person that's more exposed will give you a better definition from than one that is less exposed and so it's 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 so undefined and it's so relative it's based on what the person um is has been exposed to which is unfortunate in and of itself but it is what it is true true so having gone through that um did that impact your outlook to say that when i get older when i become an adult i will never be caught in a situation like this you know you know i that was never it was never a part that that was never a part of the driving force to be honest the what what drove me was no i i could i could sense that i could do things i could sense that if i put my mind to things i could get it done i wasn't i didn't think of it as anything special and i still don't because you know i i went to school this they said my mom said you know do well in school that's the mission at that stage and age in life and i did i did i did that and that i because of that i paid attention and matriculated to to college and I, and i just saw that i could live a better life you know i i could 
create a better future. And my mom would always tell me, and so I guess it's a part of it too. She would always tell me that uh, education is the key. Education is the key. And the unfortunate thing is that for the, for the average person, it's the key that unlocks debt in their life. But it is a key nonetheless, right? It is a key. Um, I was fortunate. I, I, I got a full scholarship through high school and a full scholarship through college. And I was about to get a, a scholarship because it was, a, it was in processing while I was doing my master's. So um, I was fortunate, but the people, and I think about them, I like, I don't have student loan to pay back. And I see people that they're making less than I'm making, and they're, they're, they're comfortable with that. And I'm saying, but you have to, how do you live? And I'm trying to figure this thing out. But, you know, you, you can never figure some things out until you're actually in that position. And so um, I, just, I just wanted to fulfill the, the, my potential which was based on my exposure again, because if, if things didn't change for me, I would probably just be, you know, a, 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 a decent employee, you know, climbing up the ladder, the ladder and just, just going through the ranks and just living that life. But then you realize that there's, there's more to life. And if you challenge yourself, there's so much more that you can accomplish. And I just, just chose to venture out. You know, I read, read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad from it, even before I learned about success or business and that just kind of opened the way for me to see things differently and that's what got me into where I'm at now but I was always in a sense succeeding in school and in career uh, in a, a, as an engineer before branching off and starting off starting a business or businesses okay so the same principles um, or similar, or work ethic, I should say, is more like it, that you had then, you apply it to the business, because it's not easy to earn a scholarship, um, especially in college, because so many persons are vying for the, the, the few that are available. So the same work ethic you apply to the, your present business that had allowed or has allowed you the success that you have, yeah? I, I, I would I would say yes. Just to, to add, as you mentioned, that I remember when I was going for for this the scholarship. Um, just to share, after leaving, I remember I told you the story of, of, of how I couldn't attend fifth form. When I was going to to UTEC in my very first in the second week I was at UTEC. And I could tell you a story about how I got into UTEC, which is a different story, right? Um, in my second week, I was there at UTEC and uh, I, I didn't, yeah, I, I, I was there. I, I called the vice principal of my, my old high school and, you know, you explain to her that I, I'm, I don't have any money. I don't even have, I don't know what to do or where to go. And, you know, she said, All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to have a cousin that works in the engineering department. You know, I'm going to have him. You can go to him in the morning. This was a Sunday night, and I went in the morning, and I went and asked for him, and he came out, and he looked at me, and he he, he gave me the envelope, and he, he said, um, is this going to be a regular thing? Of course, I'd never made, the question he asked me never made any sense at all to me. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never seen this man in my entire life. I don't know him. I barely know his name. I know his name because she told me his last name. And I went and I asked for him. I said, you know, is this going to be a regular thing? 
And uh, she, yeah, I said, yeah. And from that point on, on a, on a monthly basis, maybe 95% of the time I was there, he would help me out financially, like clockwork. And that was a big part of me making it through college. I wouldn't have, you know, maybe God would have provided a different way, but that was the way. And that was the only one that I could see at the time. Wow. So there are many struggles um, that you went through that time won't permit us now to go through them all. No. We have gone through many things in life, my brother. So many stories that we have to share. And it would take numerous episodes to go through just a tad bit of those. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So it seems then that at the time that that happened when your father didn't come through for you, that you had worked that out at that time. So there was nothing that was carried forward. No, I, m- maybe it took me a while to work through it, but I eventually did. I don't think it was immediate. Okay. I think I carried that bitterness for a little bit, but, but eventually I got over it. And not, not got over it, I worked through it. Right. Oh, how did you work through wow. it? Wow. Wow. I was I was I was angry and I was bitter for for quite a while, but then I, I came to the point that I started to understand life a little bit more, and I I under, I started to understand that you know, people make people make decisions that they may not even necessarily be proud of for for different reasons, and a lot of the times it's because they don't know better. Not all the time, but a lot of the times. And then I just started to look around and, you know, kind of, I, I spoke, you know, I started to talk about it because I didn't talk about these things. I talk about feelings and struggles and hurts. You know, I, 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 I didn't grow up a loner, but once I started college and I came into Kingston, I was pretty much on my own, especially when I was in college, you know, literally. You know, I was getting help from a total stranger that I didn't know because like, there was almost, I had no support at that time. But, you know, at that time, it allowed you to think through many things. And you realize that people make decisions sometimes based on where they're at. And I look back at my father's, like his, his, his past, knowing that his mom died when he was 13. And, you know, he had to leave school and start working and doing all this stuff. And... You know, so you just realize that, you know, that's just, that's just where he was at. Mm. And, and, and not, it's not a pass because you have people that are, that had similar circumstances and they used it to fuel them in a positive way. And it's not yeah. that he's, it's, it's, a, it's a weakness or a strength. It's just all perspective because people can have two, two people can have the same exact experience or very similar experiences but the, the way they choose to process it and and if you're to go into the biology of it the you know the, the neural pathways that are created the, 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 the based on the dominant thought that's what's gonna stick and that will become the path that's that's most traveled and yeah. that's gonna be 
the root where the thought normally goes. And so it's just all about, it's all about a choice and the choice is in the thought. And then everything comes from there. And so sometimes you, you know, as, as, as we'll read in, 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 in the writings of Ellen White, that, you know, she says, all you need is one unguarded moment. And yes. that, that one unguarded moment causes one thought to run and that just creates a ripple effect that impacts every area of your life after yeah. that. And so, and so, you know, I just realized that it just comes with this human weakness. And of course, got to a point where I also made a decision even before that, that he's already my dad. I, I, I can't change that. And I don't, I would not change it because I, there is not one thing about my past that I would change. Yeah, there is not one thing about it that I, of course, I've done stupid stuff that I regret. But maybe yeah. if I didn't do that stupid stuff, then I wouldn't learn the lesson and I would be where I'm at today. So, sure. stupid stuff, I appreciate you. I don't want to <laughs> do any more, but I appreciate the ones that I did. Yes, what I'm saying. I do, I do. And um, the key thing is there is to learn the lesson that those experiences have in them. And I believe that um, a lot of people repeat things in their lives because they, they tend not to learn the lesson. And that is the most important part of any experience that we have. What, what has this taught me and how can I use it to become better and to move forward? So that's a wonderful thing, my friend. A wonderful thing, having learned um, the lessons from the experiences and applying the positive part of it to your life to be where you are now. And I know you do great things. Um, you have a very sharp mind, um, a very deep thinker. Uh, it's, as a result, it's, some of it is God-given gift. Some of it is because you read so much, it opens your mind to new possibilities and new experiences and a, a, a different way of processing things, um, which more of us should do. Uh, so I hope that the impact that you have is lasting and that people tend to take from their association with you the positives that have caused you to be where you are and to allow them, if they choose, for it to take them to where they want to be. So I thank you very much for being you because you couldn't be anybody else but you. <laughs> My foodie friend, I call you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, everybody else is taken, so I'll stick with this one. You stick with that one. And I, 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 I would not be around you, let me tell you that, if you chose to be anything else but who you are. I appreciate you. I may not say it enough. I may have never said it, I don't remember. But I do appreciate you um, being a friend and being someone who I can sit and talk to and reason with and share with and laugh with and chat with and just knowing that I can call you and you're there. I appreciate that and I appreciate you. But any anything, <clears throat> sorry, any last thought? Um, knowledge that you would like to share with our audience on just overcoming and um, 
learning the lessons from the experiences, how to look for what the lesson needs, because some persons don't recognize what it is, how to divide or circumspectly look at things to, to take or to learn the lesson from it. Anything in that regard you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, just yeah, a couple a couple of things. One of the, the biggest things is uh, fundamentally changing your your perspective on challenges that come your way. If we can fundamentally make that shift and realize that, and you know, I, I mark you for I'm 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 coming from from a, a my faith based standpoint and. Um, I hope everybody that's listening can appreciate and even um, resonate where, where that is concerned. But, you know, it's, it, at the end of the day, it's all about getting better and it's all about character development. And every struggle that you go through is revealing. You, if, 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 you're, if you're in the gym, for example, just use an analogy, and you're lifting 100 pounds, and that becomes easy. You don't struggle anymore. You've built that capacity. You've built that, that, that trait. Now you need to go to 150. And that's going to be a struggle while you're building your character. The, everything that you go through is to build you in some way. But at first, it has to reveal the weakness. So the struggle is just, a, is just revealing your weakness to you. And most people, like, they see the weaknesses. Like they're exposed in a, in a glass and they run away from what they see. But it's not to run away from it; it's to grab onto it and to, and to get better. Everything you struggle with is revealing a weakness in you, and now you have a decision to make, and that's how it gets easy. And so, it, I I don't I never tell encourage people to invite challenges, to invite struggle, to invite adversity into their life, but embrace them when they come, because they're there to make you better, not bitter, and that's really the most important thing. You know, I remember listening to Bill Gates one and he was being interviewed and, and the interviewer asked him, if you were to, to, if you are interviewing a candidate for a position, what's the most important trait that you look for in that, in that person? And Bill Gates didn't think at all before he answered. And what that means is that this is something that he's thought about many, many times before and he's looked at and he's worked with his practice. He said emotional intelligence, a person that can, can handle more the, the challenges and someone that can get that can be mentally tough. And you won't be mentally tough and you won't grow emotional intelligence if you don't go through stuff. And that's why you embrace adversity so you can get tough, you can get stronger, and then people can look to you and you can lead in different instances because you're ready. You know, the key to, to success is starting before you're ready and then get ready. Oh, so. very profound. Um, I don't think I want to say much, <laughs> anything much after that. So I'll leave that as the final comment or the final charge, I should say. Because there's really not much to say after um, after something like that. But to say thank you very much for making the time to come and share with us, um, for enlightening us uh, somewhat on why it is that we do need to 
while not inviting struggles, but embrace them to help us to grow and become better. So thank you, my brother, for coming and sharing, spending some time with us. Um, I hope that if it's even one person that is impacted by this, then we have impacted someone and um, it, it will allow them to see things differently, process things differently and make a change in their life. So thank you again. You're, you're most welcome. And it was a blessing being here. Thank you for having me. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Welcome again, my friends, to this week's episode of The Poetry Zone. On this week's episode, I'll share a poem with you, a Jamaican poem. Now, I'm not sure who the author is, but it's a fun um, poem, very short, very indicative of being a Jamaican and the Jamaican dialect. So, I'm going to share this with you. The name of it is I Am a Jamaican. Here goes. I don't miss the bus. The bus left me. I don't prick my finger, maka juke me. I don't burn my hand, the iron burn me. I don't trip and fall, the stairs trip me. I don't have a stomach ache, my belly a hat me. <laughs> Lovely and fun poem.